Welcome to the Conjecture in a Horrors podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And Craig. Hello. <laughs> we got Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm your host, Rob. <laughs> wow. Was that planned, Laura? Did you plan that, Laura? Did that just come out? <laughs> it just came out. It just came out like that? That's a pretty good attempt at an Irish accent. Is that what like, that was? You like? were 15% of the way there. No, I was trying Irish. to do an Ir- uh, British accent. British. All right. <laughs> Bit more into the Irish realm. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that's Hello. funny. That's, that's funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, uh, it's Valentine's Day, guys. It's Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. I guess. Pretty much Valentine's week. I guess this episode is dropping Friday, uh, right before Valentine's Day, Valentine's weekend, I guess you would call it. Uh, hence the shirt I am wearing. Very wore this, nice. Wore this to my watch party for the movie we were going to talk about this week. I tried to sell it as much as I can uh, as a love story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god at certain points i no had to like you. at certain points i had to take off the shirt and not wear it and then i can put the shirt back on later on but yeah 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 uh let's see here what we got going right here uh let's see uh we're, of course we're recording from the gold room we're in the gold room again uh where we always record at how you guys doing how's everybody doing tonight fantastic great i don't think a zombie would make it up to the overlook hotel much less no. the gold room so hmm. i feel 150 percent oh. safe here that's yeah. true. We got, we got all that snow and shit up in the mountains. and Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, we have to deal with the ghosts here. That's about it, you know? But but <laughs> well, zombies were fine. But that's, that's it. it. Okay. Yeah. Can, you imagine a ghost, can you imagine a ghost zombie, though? A ghost? Is that like a, a ghost? Is that a thing? I don't feel like it's I don't thing. know, but it needs to be. How would that work? <laughs> what do they eat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they eat other ghosts, of course. Oh, they eat other oh, ghosts? Oh, well, then yeah. fuck that. Whatever. It's like even Uh-oh. the ghosts hmm. would be scared to get like infected hmm. by them, is what I'm saying. Hmm. Interesting. Would you rather okay. take a would you rather take like you're stuck in a room, Laura? Would you rather take a ghost with you stuck in the room or a zombie stuck with you? A ghost. A ghost with you? Yeah. What if it's one of the ghosts from Thirteen Ghosts with the cage on his head and shit? Ooh. <laughs> the nah, jack- not, it's not Casper, Laura. It's not Casper. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we weren't specifying what kind of ghost, so uh... yeah, it's not one of your buddies. Sorry. Hmm. Do I have a weapon? No, you got nothing. You're trapped in there. Shit. <laughs> Well, probably Bro, with, with the impossible scenarios, <laughs> love it. <laughs> you have nothing with you. That's it. No. Uh, okay. All right. It's, it's a hard answer. It's a hard answer. And maybe yeah. we'll we'll circle back later. We'll circle back. We'll uh, circle back. <laughs> um, it's a very important meeting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. So speaking of zombies, why we're talking about this shit? Uh. We're doing uh 28 days later this week. This is the movie we're reviewing. We're going to talk about. Uh, we did why don't you guys describe? Are you guys wearing something tonight for this episode? What, what do you guys got going on? What do you got going on, Laura? Yeah, I'm wearing scrubs. Mm, okay. I am scrubs. killing it. Obviously. <laughs> we're, I can't we're ta- say that. We're taking oh, that. We're taking it now. It's ours. We're taking it. And uh, look, I've got my little bag that he walks out of the oh, hospital yeah. with. And nice. inside, because I am not Team Pepsi, I've got a Coke. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A lot of Pepsi in this movie. Coke. Definitely hashtag Coke. That's the team yeah. I'm on. Hashtag Coke. How about okay. Coca-Cola? Yeah, the yeah. Hashtag Coke might lead you somewhere else. It's a different rabbit hole. It didn't specify. <laughs> different rabbit, different hole. Yeah, good, you know. <laughs> you, do, you do some Coke, man. You get into some holes, tell you that much. Uh, Greg, what about, what about you, Greg? What are you wearing? What do you got going on, Greg? <laughs> I'm sort of dressed as Selena or, you know, basically a generic uh, zombie apocalypse person. I've got like my thick coat. 
I have my scarf to protect my neck area. I've got my beanie to, you know, make it so that you can't see me at night. My uh, sort of gas masky mask here. <laughs> my goggles to make sure that blood splatter doesn't get into my oh, eyes and yes. infect me. And most importantly, okay, I'm sorry, I don't own a machete. I'm not uh, scary <laughs> like that, but I do own a blade. Oh. So this is. I happen. mean, that's up yeah, that's, there. Yeah, that's is not it? scary. Yeah, that's not yeah. scary. Yeah, that's normal. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. I like it. I like it. Greg, Greg went all out. Uh, uh, let's yeah, I mean, see here. What do we got going on now? Uh, Greg, this was your movie pick. This is twenty. Right, your movie pick. Why did you pick this movie for Valentine's weekend? Uh, why did you? Why did you pick it, Greg? Uh, well, I can't answer that. I. <laughs> why did I pick it for Valentine's Day? That's such a loaded question. I picked it. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, you know, you guys have chosen your your favorite horror movies, um, and we've reviewed them. So I would say Twenty Eight Days Later is you know, one of my favorite, if not my favorite horror movie, like pure, like horror movie. Um, I, you know, this is like before The Walking Dead came out, before World War Z. Uh, you know, I, and I think, so I started getting into like horror, like in the sixth, seventh grade. That's kind of when I sort of like see it happening. And there really weren't that many zombie movies. Like, I feel like the 90s was completely devoid of zombie movies. There's probably one or two, but no one even knows about them. Everyone knows about the George Romero uh, trilogy, right, which is in the, in the 80s. And then it's like 28 days later. And then basically from then on, there's a new zombie movie every other year or whatever. Um, so this, I feel, got me at the right time in my life. Like, I, I kind of fell in love with the zombie genre with the Resident Evil video game series. Mm, And this kind of hit around like after the second one came out and just the idea of the, you know, the zombie story, the zombie trope. I just, I fell in love with it. Survivalist horror, uh, such a fantastic story device to explore. And this movie, my dad took me uh, to go see it at the theater and it just floored me. I thought it was amazing. So it really has just stuck in my mind as one of the most unique, um, and one of my favorite movies of all time. So I thought, you know what? We had to do it. There's 28 days in February. There's lots of love, lots of uh, beating hearts in this movie, uh, like Valentine. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> we, mm-hmm. we had to right. review it. Because how old did you say uh, you were when you saw it in the theater with your dad? When it, yeah, when it came out. So in 2002, I was like 18. Okay. All right. All right. I was going to say, like, I thought you said 14. And I was like, fuck, but you weren't, like, scared watching this shit? Yeah. Oh, I was even as like a eld, you know, an older teenager, I was terrified because this was the first time you guys know that f- zombies were fast. I mean, I think they say in in Dawn of the Dead there were maybe some fast zombies, but I think they were yeah. just kind of fastly shuffling. I don't remember like running zombies that had athletic capabilities to leap over mm. stock, you know, yeah. stacks of shopping carts. So this was like the first time, and it just it freaked me out. But then at the same time. It, like I said, it kicked off my love for the horror, you know, the, uh, r- rather the zombie, uh, subgenre, right? Um, I've like played all the Resident Evil games since then. I've watched all the new Dawn of the Dead movies. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Last of Us, uh, that, that video game series. It's so, it's so fantastic. And I think it started with this movie. Nice. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you uh, after seeing this in the theater with your dad. Was this right after after watching this? Was that when your dad scared you in the hallway by chasing you, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like a zombie? No. That seems now, like it'd be a zombie. Now that I think of it, he probably drew direct inspiration from this movie. Yeah, he was yeah. he was infected for that split second. <laughs> he put like ketchup in his eyes, was chasing you down the hallway. <laughs> <and> shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he caused some serious rage when, when he did that to me. Uh-huh. 
Oh, oh man, so let's see here. Um, yeah, where do you guys want to start with this movie? I mean, Greg, this is your movie pick. Uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to just start with like the opening, or I, you want to talk about? Yeah, I think you do because to me, the opening is probably the most notable thing about this movie. As much as there's so much going on, this whole movie almost is just the the tone is set by the opening. Um, <clears throat> you know, we've seen a lot of zombie movies and shows over the years. I think to me, this might have been the first one where. It, it was the timing like so it's called 28 days later so it, it was set 20 days 28 days after the uh what do you call it like patient zero outbreak started right so it's very near post-apocalyptic like the world has crumbled and society has crumbled but nature really hasn't taken over yet it's not like the george romero movies where we're they're sort of still in the panic of people trying to figure out what to do it's like a month has passed by and what has happened so you know london has been evacuated and i think the coolest thing about the opening really is just the you spend literally 15 minutes i think something around that time you know behind killian murphy's character he wakes up in the middle of a hospital and it's just fantastic to me you at least the way that i do it when i watch these movies i place myself in that position and i imagine myself waking up to that reality if you know you have what uh <clears throat> excuse me walking dead fans listening to us uh you'll know that walking dead sort of took this idea a little bit from 28 days later they adapted it to their own material but seeing killian murphy go through the hospital go through the streets of london empty streets all these long wide shots of him where the camera's there you see him walk in and he'll walk sort of a distance away it's insane. I mean, the city truly feels abandoned. Yeah. And it's the most, it's the coolest thing about this movie, I think. Yeah. Um, so, and it's, again, it's very quiet. It's very ominous. It really feels post-apocalyptic. It's just great. I was going to ask you guys, like, after he, he eventually wanders around, he goes to a church. Uh, that's the first place he goes, which I think a lot of people might go to a church first, you know, trying to find some type of faith or something. But I was going to ask you guys, if you guys woke up in a fucking hospital and shit and you didn't know where to go, like, where would you guys go first? What would be the first place you would go? What do you think, Laura? I mean, at first I said grocery store because I know my ass <laughs> is hungry. And I also, like, I'm one of those people where I have to eat and drink every two hours. Like, I get how important it is to survive. You need to like have a little snack or have some water or have a little pick-me-up. I don't know. But then these assholes called me out like, wouldn't you go see your family <laughs> yeah, first? Like, oh, well, right. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's in downtown. He's far away. I'm mm -hmm. sure if he's going to come upon a church, he's going to cross a grocery store too, right? I would yeah. think. So you're getting snacks first and family. I'm getting snacks, yeah. Snacks first. Oh, okay, all right, all right. What about you, Greg? What would be like the first place you think you would probably search out? Yeah, say say your your home is out of the equation. You're 20 miles away from home. Yeah. Uh, for example, I'm actually looking. So uh, the first thing I would do is say, okay, I'm in a post-apocalyptic nightmare. First thing I need to do is need, get need, equipped with a weapon. <laughs> I need a samurai sword. I knew you were going to say it. I need a yes. samurai sword. Where's the fucking you know nearest where dojo? Where's the I don't need dojo? water. Where's the nearest dojo? <laughs> <laughs> like a, like, okay give me okay forget samurai sword See, Nin this is, ninja I, stars ninja stars you know, one Greg's just a ninja Greg's a ninja at this point <laughs> he's just dressed in all black <laughs> he has a mask on he has those those ninja sh ninja shoes that are like 
curved in like a turtle, like a turtle foot. Yeah, Greg's doing flips in the street. I want to see that movie. I want to see Greg's movie, Ninja Apocalypse. I'd pick up those cans of Pepsi and like link a chain between them and make like nunchucks. Oh shit. Oh man! I think we got something, man. After I'm done writing my my Thanksgiving horror mystery, I might do it like a Ninja Apocalypse. That sounds Ninja-pocalypse. fucking awesome, actually. Ninja Apocalypse, yeah, B horror movie. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, man. So you just get a weapon. You get a weapon. That's what you're saying. One hundred percent. There's no need to hydrate before you're even armed. So yeah, mm-hmm. getting a weapon. But next, uh, just... you guys want to talk about the dick? You want to talk about the dick uh, we see in this movie? Whoa. <laughs> There were a couple. Wait, there, there were, were a couple? couple? I thought well, there was no. one. Just one dick, right? Just yeah, one, right? one and then uh, one couple butts. very... Uh, couple butts. Couple butts. Yeah, a couple butts. butts. But it's all the same person. Well, there, Yeah, but there's um, a little zombie boobs at the end. A little zombie boobs, I guess, later on, you know? Um, oh, all right. I actually think, like, so that, that opening shot where you see his <laughs> junk, right? <laughs> so he's nude in the hospital bed. <laughs> I think, right. so, uh, like, sexual nature aside, I think that is a, one of my favorite shots Top five shot in this movie, and oh, here's okay. why too. <laughs> for uh, maybe for different reasons. Okay, all right. So just the way that he, the way that he's laying in the bed, it looks so awkward, right? It just looks like his body has spent the last month just settling and messing Ugh. into this crevice of a bed. Like it's just, it's perfect. And if you were clothed, I think you know. Now that I think about it. Did the nurse take off his clothes and leave the IV in? Why, why was, was he, he naked? naked? Why was he naked? I have no idea. Why when, that's a good point. The, the last guy to die at the hospital was the janitor and he was fiddling with him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Yeah, why would he be naked? He really dress. You know, maybe someone needed some clothes and he took his clothes off. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's a lot what of, I'm thinking A lot too, of but... unanswered questions. But I, I yeah. still think like that shot actually serves a purpose and it helps mm-hmm. you see that he's just been stuck there for yeah. a while. And how vulnerable, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was it was interesting, like watching it a second time. I I don't know. I got like this weird like thought of like the way he kind of sits up in that moment. Like you're talking about Greg, he's so like malnourished. I was very much like he looks like a primate. Like he looks yeah. very like apish, which are coming from the scene about the apes and shit. And right. I was like, I wonder if there was anything with that. I'm not sure about that, but um, yeah, but I mean, I mean, he definitely had a ton of pubes. You know, I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, no one's shaving him while he's yeah. during these 28 days. That's like not one on their priority no. list. So I mean, like, they- hey, guys, we have to survive. Well, what about the guy in the bed who's just it's growing? <laughs> Someone's got to take care of that. <laughs> I mean, they cut his hair. They could have like done downstairs, too. They could have like evened it up. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's what we nurse, pay maybe, nurses yeah. for. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no more talk about that. No more talk about that. I guess you know, uh, Laura. You were attracted to. You said you were attracted to what's his name in this movie, the main guy, right? Kelly Murphy. Yeah, he's a great looking guy. You know what it is too. And Kelly mentioned this in the watch party. He's like pretty, and then she goes, "He's evil pretty," and I huh. totally get that because I think he's a very pretty man as well. But he has these like piercing light blue eyes, and that's always really shocking to see on someone who has is like a brunette or has oh, brown yes. hair or mm-hmm. black hair or darker hair and uh yeah so it's just like a he's very unique looking very attractive man yeah interesting i think we talked about in the watch party that he looked very much like your husband actually and yeah was, you said was once confirmed. he shaved his hair and it was, 
<laughs> it was confirmed by uh, one of your friends that attended, right? One of my friends came. She was like, yep, that like, looks yep. like Brooks. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that um, that Ryan Gosling almost played the lead role instead of killing Murphy? Yes. Really? Yes. Laura, would you – so knowing at, you know that Killian Murphy is a pretty good-looking dude in this movie, would you – what would you say to Ryan Gosling doing it? I wonder what he would have looked I'm, like in. I'm looking that up right now. That's what I'm wondering. 2002, too. Ryan Gosling. Do you guys remember Young Leonardo? You guys nine years old. You guys remember? Yeah. You guys remember Young Leonardo DiCaprio? Like his head was like a weird triangle. <laughs> like his his head was like weird shape and shit. And I was like, you're a weird guy. But I mean, now he's you're like an, a weird guy. Now he's like attractive man, you know. So uh, I don't know. Let's all let's all take let's take a pause for a second. Let's all look up Ryan Gosling. What two thousand two, right? Yeah, I mean, because he already looks much younger than he is, right? So, and I feel like he like has a lot of facial hair now. Usually, oh, if you mm. see him clean shaven, he's weird looking. Oh no, 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 no. Which picture are you looking at, Laura? I is this two thousand two Ryan Gosling. Looks like right. he, looks it's like right he, here. Looks like Hugh Grant. <laughs> he does look like Hugh Grant. Wow. This is 2002. He does look. All right, here, weird. Here's the one that you need to see. Okay, let's all you gotta get it. That's the that's one, the Laura. This is the one. This is the one. Did you do this one? Okay. All right. How do you do this? Okay. This that's the one I was about to show too. That one's better, but it's still he's weird looking, Hello. right? Um. <laughs> Oh, he's kind of, he's I I would say this actor what is his name Killian Killian Murphy what's his name yeah mm-hmm. he he's more attractive in 2002 than Ryan Gosling yeah. I'll give him I'll I give agree. him that much yeah yeah wow you wouldn't say that nowadays but yeah back then no way I think he's still good looking now too no <laughs> oh, okay that's true that's true uh, uh, do we want to just get into zombies get into the zombie talk of this movie yeah get into them and shit uh I guess let's start with like. What do you guys prefer, like the fast or the slow zombies? This was, like you said, Greg, the start of the fast zombies. Uh, do you prefer this more than the slow zombies? Yeah, they they pose much more of a, of of a threat, um, just because they're faster. This is what initially terrified me about this movie to begin with. It's because I think up to this point, even with the like I said, the Resident Evil movies uh, and games. Um, they're slow zombies. You're walking oh, around mansions. You're walking around a police precinct, and you're basically a- allowed to get around them. And actually, The Walking Dead is pretty much that way too. But this is a completely different, um, different type of zombie. And I, I had read that Alex Garland and Danny Boyle thought that, you know, also the idea of, you know, the Living Dead or zombies or whatever wanting to eat people's brains was like a really <clears throat> outdated notion. Um, so, you know, they basically use this idea of like infection uh, and like, you know, because especially at the time, Ebola was sort of a fear, right? So yeah. we have this like fear of disease. I mean, talk about in 2022, <laughs> yeah. here we are. Nothing's we kind of have yeah. the same type of thing, you know, viral apocalypse. Um, so they, I, you know, I had read that they had used that or drawn from that as, as inspiration. Um, so it's just a, it's such an interesting uh, combination. You don't have to be dead to turn into a zombie. There's no magic behind it. It's literally just infection, and it happens so fast, and you become ravenous, and you become the zombie. It's really the scariest zombie that we have ever seen. I mean, yeah. say for possibly World War Z, where they're 
getting together, building, you know, human ladders and shit like that up into space yeah. or whatever's going on in, in that. But like before they gained that type of intelligence, mm. this is the scariest that it ever. Yeah. Happened. They're doing like geometry and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't well, know. And those movies built on this one. I mean, this one I feel like was the first one oh, yeah, we yeah. saw this them first, yeah. like yeah. this. You know? This this is just like actually just regular people just running the speed they can actually run. You know yeah. what I mean? Which yeah. is it but going from just like slow shuffling zombies to just like a standard running is fucking creepy. I mean, yeah. you get into like you say World War Z, even Trinity Bassan, they're quick as fucking Trinity Bassan. Yeah. I would say more than this. Those yeah. people, they were like on like fucking 20 and they fucking could jet and shit yeah, like that. They in were that movie. popping and locking in that movie. <laughs> they were like athletes and contortionists too. They're oh, like, that's yeah. true. Yeah, All that way. was pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah that, wait, what Laura just did? Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie. What I just did was creepy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you guys want to talk about the, I guess, the, the escape from the compound? Um, you know, and all that, and the volume scene is kind of fucked up, and <laughs> all that shit. Laura, you want to talk on that? You taking volume? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really, really sad. So, Selena, you know, finds a bunch of pills, uh, assuming it's volume again because she had given it to them earlier. Uh, to help them sleep and she's telling hannah to take she's like take this many of these and hannah's first question is oh are you trying to get me to like kill myself like to die because this is this is that horrible yeah yeah i you know she mm. thinks okay this is feasible yeah. and so lena's response is oh no sweetheart i just don't want you to care yeah oh uh, that's like that worse. that's so, so like gut-wrenching yeah it's horrible and i mean it works she gets high mm-hmm. and she's just you can tell by the way she's sitting on the couch with like her legs kind of just you know in, talking like, shit the, to that soldier saying you're gonna be the next one to die that was actually that pretty was, awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like yeah this is you know i don't feel sleepy but i just don't care and so it worked but it's thank god her father taught her how to drive and gave her some survival skills because while she is high off her ass on volume uh they're trying to break away from this compound with one soldier still left with a gun um and she is able to get into the car into the driver's seat and somehow do the maneuver where she you know goes she accelerates and then reverses and then somehow reverses and then the zombies right there and he comes through the back window and pulls the last remaining soldier that's out so and then cool. she just fucking bails and it's like how the hell did she do that i mean was that just dumb luck or what <laughs> that was I, incredible yeah i don't know i mean i don't know you haven't done that on volume lore you haven't done that? <laughs> you you're not supposed that? to operate heavy machinery nope. yeah you're supposed to have someone else drive you <laughs> i think you said you said when you did your volume laura you had trouble like drying your hair that's what was yeah, your problem okay by the way, I've taken volume once. It was given to me before. <laughs> I'm, making I'm making it seem like Laura's an ass. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. they escape. They finally escape. Uh, then they're driving uh, towards... Well, actually, before she does the car scene, uh, Jim is shot. Jim hmm. gets shot yeah. in the stomach and shit, which I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, that's crazy. Um, yeah. Then they're driving. They're trying to escape the compound. The gates are locked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, the gates are locked. And uh, I do love... Uh, What's his name? Kill- Killian Murphy? Is that his name? His delivery. Yeah, what, what is his exact words he like, says in that just moment? Just do it. Yeah. Just, just do it. it. It was a really good fucking acting take. Yeah. Um, and then they, they hit the fucking gate and then it cuts to like this freeze frame of like 
Killian and, and the Naomi Harris in the back seat, like flying forward towards the mm. camera and it freezes. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, that's fucking cool. And then it kind of cuts the black. And I was and I remember being like, oh shit, that's the end. And then it has like in the bottom right 28 days later. And then it's like them in a cottage fucking milking sheeps or some shit like that. I don't know what they're doing over there. Well, no, <laughs> they show they show clips of they have rushed them to a nearby hospital and they oh, tended okay, to right. him and were mm-hmm. like shooting him up with shit. And yeah, oh, I mean right. they okay. mm-hmm. They put the work in. Yeah. So, okay. Know? So he, they're all alive. They're in a fucking cottage. They're fucking chilling over there making a, uh, sign. Uh, what is it called? Like a, like a sign. So the plane can read them and shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then a plane flies by and they sees that they wrote hello on the ground, which we joke being like, it doesn't say help. It just says hello. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think Greg was the one that said like, they could just be waving at them like, hello, you know, and kept going and shit. But <laughs> Kelly in the chat said that. Yeah. Like, and, Hi. Yeah. And then it, that's it. That's the ending, I guess. You would call it a happy ending. I guess you would assume they got Hopeful. saved. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess leading up to that point, they showed a couple zombies on the ground looking super fucking malnourished and skinny. Yeah. And kind of what they established early on of being like, you know, how long does it take for them to kind of die themselves with no no sustenance? Um, yeah. And it seems like that's it. Whatever Kelly said, like 56 days or some shit like that. They're about to die. Um, right. So I guess it's fine and everything... You know, it's good. What, what did you guys think of the ending? I mean, I, I somewhat have problems. I don't know. But uh, what, what do you think, Greg? Well, you know, you guys know that I love endings that have this come to f- full circle moment. Right. And I always say that where they they close the loop on some type of callback that was either the beginning or all throughout the movie. And this one does it. And I love it. It's, it's the hello thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he's yelling hello when he's walking around the. Yeah, he's starting off the movie yelling hello, yelling out through London. And then even he has that dream in the middle of the movie where he's afraid that everyone's abandoned him. So he's sort of having PTSD from just waking up in this nightmare. And then at the end of the the end of the movie, they sort of bring that full circle by, you know, using the hello as the message. I liked it. And of course, this movie is so messed up and depressing. I like feeling a little bit better about their chances of survival um, at the end. So, so everything is so fucked up in this movie, you needed a little bit of hope at the end. I didn't need it, but I really liked it. If, if it would have ended with them... Uh, what I wanted crashing, <laughs> Yeah, it's crashing the gates. I'm actually okay with that because it leaves it open-ended. You imagine, okay, well, they escape. I'd be okay with that too. But the way that the final scene was sort of shot, I felt a little bit at at peace yeah. uh and and i i really appreciated that the music had this um it was almost like these very peaceful magical flutes i said it in the watch party that reminded me of midsomar a little bit yeah um and i felt like i needed that like i deserved it after going through <laughs> this horrific nightmare that we watched for about an hour and a half so mm. I, I enjoyed it interesting what about you laura where are you at with this ending I love the ending. I agree with Greg. I think it does come full circle. And I also, and maybe I'm way off, but I, I also kind of got the sense like they were being very picky with their messaging. They didn't, they probably didn't want to write help because someone who would come respond to help maybe is someone that they don't trust any longer oh, and they're scared that. of what happened to them. Oh. And by doing hello, Yes, they take a risk of someone flying above, not really getting what's happening and being like, ha, hi, (laughs) or like a normal person who 
sees that, knows what's going on, and is actually like, oh, there's people down there. We should go help them. Even oh, though it vulnerable. said hello. Mm. Not that they're vulnerable. Exactly. Oh, and I also I think it shows that if they wrote help, that would you know, show that they're weak, they're in need. So people who could take advantage of them wow. see that. But by saying hello, it's kind of like, no, we're good. They should have wrote, we're good. That would have been cooler. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I liked it. I mean, is it a little cheesy? Maybe. But I'm I'm happy it gave us that piece. I, I would have been okay with the ending that you wanted as well, Rob. But I like this much more. I did I didn't even think about the coming full circle thing, uh, Greg, with saying hello in the beginning and the end. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's fucking actually super cool. I didn't I didn't make that. Uh, I mean, I still don't want them to be happy at the end. But, you, you know, don't nothing, that doesn't have nothing to do with it. Yeah, anything yeah. you don't like in the movie actually do you have any dislikes again this is getting really this is getting really picky and i remember not liking this when i first saw the movie in the theater it's the flat tire scene um, oh yeah in, in the tunnel yeah. and you know you guys had some qualms with just how bold and brazen they were with trying to even attempt to get through the tunnel but the only thing that i didn't like and this is going to sound really crazy at the end of the scene you see the zombies start to slow down because they're chasing the car Mm-hmm. And then the car drives away. Then they start to slow down because they can't catch up to it. Right? There's one zombie actor on the left side. <laughs> oh who, my when god! He's, when he slows down, he just looks like a normal guy. He looks like <laughs> Joe from the, the supermarket. He sort of slows down. He kind of like he doesn't look animalistic at all. And you know, you're you're looking at their silhouettes, and they're supposed to be twitchy and jerky and very whatever. He just kind of hunches over like. Like he just got off the treadmill or something. Yeah, and yeah I was he, like, he's like holding the side. He's like, oh, he, okay. He yeah, thought, right. he thought he thought they called cut already. He's done. He's back in <laughs> yeah. character. I I encourage you if you have a chance to rewatch wow. that. Like, look at the guy. Right. I think he's on the far left. He just looks like they threw him in, and he was tired. Wow, <laughs> that's, right. that was, that's pretty. Uh, so I think it's time to our ratings then. Let's yeah. do our ratings of this movie. Uh, like we said, we use Letterbox now instead of Rotten Tomatoes, uh, and you can check out our Letterbox, which has all our average ratings for every movie we reviewed uh we're almost going up on 100 now 100 will be in a couple episodes um pretty cool uh this movie is a 3.7 out of 5 3.7 and it has i always put this now because i'm always curious about this it has like just over i don't know just over a thousand reviewers okay you know um so i mean let's see what we're gonna be uh rating this at um i think we're probably gonna be higher than 3.7 to me um let's see here so let's do one to five let's do um in honor of valentine's day uh something we haven't really talked about since my shirt but uh let's do how many bloody hearts how many bloody hearts are you giving this movie what do you think laura i'm giving this uh 4.25 bloody hearts wow okay so like a quarter of a heart Mm -hmm. i mean the reason it's not perfect is because it's i mean i saved that first scream that's it (laughs) and donnie darko Oh, yeah, I I think I agree with you, Rob. It was like a little too long um, and as effective as some of those uh, quiet scenes were. It was just, you know, that's probably really the only reason why I gave it a lower. And then I think we talked about there's like very minimal picky plot holes. But, you know, once you get past four, you know, we're going to notice that shit. So otherwise, I love this movie. Yeah, I think it's great. Definitely fucking holds up shit. Yeah. Uh, What about you? Yeah. What about you, Greg? Where are you at with this? Uh, how many bloody hearts? I think that, you know, the one thing that really carries it for me is really just the aesthetic. Like, mm-hmm. the aesthetic of this movie is my jam. I know that you guys were complaining, like, it looks kind of crappy sometimes. But 
this whole gritty lo-fi like rough oh, like around it. the edges yeah. look i loved it and i've loved it since like the moment that i watched it I, and the whole beginning we already talked about we we loved it that was the best part of the movie and i i don't think any other movie has done this post-apocalyptic feel uh since this movie um that laura <laughs> laura what are you doing what was that i'm guessing Oh, oh okay okay it's like why is laura is laura waving hello to us what's happening right now is laura uh, infec- is laura infected she's turning insane right now it's definitely not enraged yeah to me the, the whole movie was just was groundbreaking as far as a zombie film um of course i love all the george romero movies i love all of the uh you know zombie land train of busan um uh, but this one is like my favorite zombie movie. I I wouldn't give it a perfect though. I oh. I don't you know one of my pet peeves is like I said like setting up rules and breaking mm, them. I don't like yeah. it. Um, so although it's like seems minor, a lot of the things I was thinking about were nitpicky. I still dock it quite a few points. So I'm gonna say uh, four two five with Laura. Oh so, wow, four two five with Laura. Wow, yeah. nice, nice. I like it. Yeah, for me, like I, I mean, I really dig the movie a lot. I really dig it. Like I, I already talked about my negatives, just like a little bit of the slowness in the middle of the movie and shit. And then of course the ending. Like I would want something a little bit different. Um, I think if I got the ending I wanted, I probably would say four and a half uh, because I really do like this. But without that, I probably would say a four. I see a four for me in this movie. It's it's good. It's a good fucking movie, and, and I'm still surprised it just it holds up so well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right. maybe it's because of the climate we're in now. It almost feels very similar to where we were at yeah. a year ago and shit like that. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know, but definitely really fucking good movie. Definitely a four for me there. Um, let's see. So that's it. So that's it for a review. Uh, talking about Twenty Eight Days Later here. Uh, let's see here. It's been conjecture, and I've been Rob and Laura and Greg. Yeah, until next time, remember horror is subjective, so conjecture your way. See ya. Bye. Bye.